0: Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Wherever you are in the world, welcome to the show. This is the Millennial Millionaire Podcast and I am your host, Stephen Cohen. This podcast is focused on bringing some of the wisest minds from across the globe to discuss concepts, strategies, and ideals that have led them to be top performers in their respective industries and their lives. This show is for the millennials and millennials at heart to transcend their mindset, their health, and their income to the next level. We are so excited to have you on this journey with us. Welcome to the show. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back to the show, Millennial Millionaires. This is Stephen Cohen, your host, and I am extremely excited to have our next guest on here today. We have my good buddy, my best Habibi, Austin Moiseev. Best Habibi. Austin is the bug king. He's done over $60 million in revenue just last year in 50, pest control 50, sales. 50. 50, my apologies. No worries. Um, He's been in the door-to-door industry and direct sales industry for over a decade. And honestly, just one of the best sales trainers, sales recruiters, and anything that comes to building culture, building teams, I believe, um, in the industry. So, Austin, thanks for coming on, man.
1: Hey, man. Thanks for having me, man. I'm super pumped.
0: Happy to have you, man. Happy to have you. Bro, we've known each other for a really long time. We actually met in Israel, which is... uh,
1: Almost a decade, man. Almost a decade. In a decade, which crazy. is crazy. Which is
0: crazy. You were right, actually the right. one that that got me into entrepreneurship, That's and it's. True. I think it's super crazy to see just our growth. Um, I think it's important to have people in your life who you know you're able to hold accountable, and people who are on a similar journey, maybe not the same vehicle, but similar journey. Um, to keep in your life, mm-hmm. as we talk about law of association is extremely important. Can you touch a little bit about how law of association has brought success and value to your life and your professional career?
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, we all know the saying, you know, you become who you surround yourself with, you know, the people you spend most of your time with is, you know, at the the end of the day, like, that's who you're going to become. You know, I like the saying, you know, birds of a feather, you know, flock together. So it's super important. You know, you're, you're aware of, you know, who you're spending your time with. You know what I mean? Like, you surround yourself with guys that, you know, don't have any ambitions, don't have any goals. You know, they're playing Xbox all day. You know, they're smoking weed. They're doing this they're doing that. You know, you're going to become, you know, the same person as them. Right. And so super important to, to you know, surround yourself with people that have the results you want or, or people that you know, are going to push you to, to level up to, you know, become the person you're, you're trying to become. So super important.
0: For you, when did you realize that? Because, you know, we've both been in the game for a while, but I think for both of us, there was a shift um, for us to really consciously realize that we have to start doing things different in our life if we wanted different results. Mm-hmm. And part of that was associating with different people. When was that shift for you?
1: I think it was uh, back in the network marketing days when we you know started slinging some uh, energy drinks. Yeah, yeah. Vima, you know, YPR, the, uh, the good old days. But just realize like, you know, if you want something different, you got to do something different. If you continue doing, you know, what everyone else is doing, if you follow what 97% of the people in this world are doing, you're going to get the same results as them. So it's super important that, you know, you're listening to the right people, you're doing something different. If you follow the crowd, you're going to get the exact same results. Yeah,
0: I think what you you just said is super valuable. You know, when people (laughs) ask me, You know, what's a what's a tip to success or like why do you think you've been able to be in the position that you're you're currently at? Mm -hmm. And the first thing that comes to mind is who do you listen to? Oh, for sure, dude. I think most people are just listening to the wrong people and they're getting the wrong information. And I think the challenge out there is, especially in the 21st century, you know, we're, we're both pretty young, you know, you're, mm-hmm. you're 28, I'm 29, almost 30, pretty Sheesh, crazy, man, almost three Oh, I know, but we, we both, you know, had a part of our life before cell phones were a thing and before social media was a thing. And before you could, you know, literally hop on your cell phone and Google how to become a millionaire, or how to get good at drop shipping. We're currently in the information age. And I feel like with all this information out here, it's very, very important for young people, young professionals, people trying to level up and be um, something professionally to audit the people that they're listening to. And if those individuals that you're listening to don't have the physical manifestation of what you're trying to acquire, then you probably shouldn't be taking advice to them for
1: them. 100%. I agree.
0: And I think the issue is most college people, they're listening to professors, they're listening to their parents, their colleagues, you know, people that don't necessarily have the results, but are teaching them how to become successful. And as me and you both know, at the end of the day, you know, you can't learn something from someone unless they've done it themselves. What mentors have you had in your life, man? Whether it's digital mentors, people that you've just seen on YouTube, or, you know, people that have come into your life that have really helped mold you into the entrepreneur, into the person you are.
1: Yeah, I would say my biggest mentor is my dad. Um, not just, like, from a business standpoint, but just, like, who he is as an individual, who he is as a father, you know, just an all-around. You know, That guy is my absolute hero. Love that guy to death. And um, in terms of, like, you know, business, I, I would say, you know, There's so much information. There's so much, you know, resources out there. You know, books. I I remember, you know, my my first book I ever read was by uh, Napoleon Hill, uh, "Thinking Grow Rich." And, um, you know, Napoleon Hill, he studied the most successful people that ever walked the planet. And it's like, okay, if you know, success leaves footprints, which it, you know, obviously does. Like, don't overcomplicate it. Like, find someone that has what you want someone that is actually accomplished what you're trying to accomplish. And don't, don't reinvent the wheel, do what they do, think how they think, you know, create the same habits as them. And by default, you're going to get those results if you just put your head down and, and freaking work. Mm. So uh, books is a big one for me. You know, I, I, I'm super, you know, blessed and lucky to, you know, be able to, to be partnered with, you know, some of the top guys, in the entire industry of you know door to door and sales in general, so you know guys like you know Pat and Gaines, Doug and Greg, those guys are just unbelievable mentors. You know, I've taught they've taught me a ton, and you know just trying to learn from from them and, and duplicate it, man.
0: Yeah. And I think most people out there, they're, they're looking for mentors. You know, I would, I would say, you know, 99 out of every hundred self book, there's a chapter and then it says, you got to go find a mentor. You got to go find a mentor. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I remember even myself, you know, when I was broke, busted, disgusted, trying to figure out, you know, how this game of entrepreneur works and just trying to, you know, figure out how to get away from my nine to five. I was always trying to find a mentor, but I never found one. I had to create my own success before I started to attract people into my life that would then, you know, collab and support me and what I'm trying to accomplish. What would you say for those people out there, maybe those young, ambitious, hungry, you know, professionals out there trying to level up, but don't necessarily have a mentor or are trying to find a mentor?
1: I mean, dude, just like you just touched on, we are in the 21st century. There's so much value, there's so much information. You just got to go out there and be resourceful just to keep it super simple. Like a lot of guys, Oh man, I can't find a mentor. Oh man. Like, you know, knowing my, my family's successful. Like, dude, you have a smartphone. You have, you have access to the internet. There's YouTube university. You can download free, you know, PDFs online, audible Academy, audible Academy. Like, you know, you just got to, you know, put the excuses aside. Like there's literally no excuses. You can find a mentor, whether they're alive or they're dead. Like just, you know, read, read, you know, watch your podcast or listen to podcasts. Watch YouTube videos. So you just got to go out there and, you know, be resourceful. You can't make any excuse. Just be resourceful. That's it.
0: Yeah. What does Tony Robbins say? It's it's not a lack of resources. It's a, it's a lack of resourcefulness. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. What impact has personal development books, Audibles, audios have had on your life?
1: I mean, dude, I you know I try to, I try to do it for at least an hour a day, whether I'm listening to an audio book, podcast, reading. But I, I would say creating the habit of just every single day I'm learning, I'm, every single day I'm getting better. Um, you know, I love the saying, you can only build as high up as your foundation is deep, mm-hmm. right? If you want to build a, an empire, okay, an empire with no foundation, no structure, what's going to happen? It's going to crash and burn, right? And, and so like, if you want to actually build an empire, if you want to build, you know, you know, a strong organization, or if you're trying to have a lot of success, you have to have those strong, you know, that strong foundation or it's just going to crash and burn. So, you know, personal development, it's huge. Uh, the quote by Jim Rohn, you know, success is not something that you get. Success is something that you attract by the mm. person that you become.
0: Jimmy Rohn. Shout Jimmy out. Rohn.
1: So if you want more, you got to become more, right? So it's it's huge, man. If, if you want to have long-term success, like, you know, success... Will always, you know, be a, de- a direct reflection of your personal development. If you want long term success, you have to, you know, become that that individual, and you have to be able to give that value. And um, you know, I'm a big believer. If your intentions are right, you know, and you just want to help others, like success, you know, money is just going to be the the byproduct.
0: I agree, man. I love what you said, um, and that quote, you know, success is really a reflection of the individual <coughs> that you become. You and I both know people, friends, acquaintances, people that we've worked with over the last 10 years who maybe have had quick success. You know, maybe they've crushed it in a certain industry or, you know, network marketing and had that quick um, success, made really good money at a really young age. And it's crazy because over the long-term game, you know, over five years, 10 years, um, observing, you know, people, most of them have either lost all of it or they're never really able to progress and get to the level that they needed to, um, or that we're on a trajectory to where you look at other people, you know, some of our friends, yourself, Mm -hmm. I think like to think myself, who, you know, it took us a really long time to get some type of success. You know, we both did network marketing for three years and made literally no money. Um, But, you know, once we were able to kind of figure it out, we slowly progressively plateaued and our income has increased every single year and we've been able to sustain it. Why do you think those people out there that get success quick and then lose it versus the individual that can continue to progress and over time will almost outlast the op- the competition and, and hit those next levels of success that they're trying to achieve?
1: Yeah, a great question, man. I would, you know, I would just say like consistency is huge. Like a lot of people they will have, you know, success, they'll have a big success, but they just get super complacent. They get cocky, you know, they get this, they get that, and, and they don't do those things that got them to that to that destination Mm. you get success as a destination in reality it's it's a journey dude it's you know it's success is the progressive realization of a a worthwhile dream goal Mm. so it's it's the you know it's the process people just you know you gotta you gotta fall in love with the the process of success and you know, I would say, though, is like they just get complacent. They stop doing all those things. They stop reading. They stop having a dialed morning routine. They stop doing the personal development. They stop having that hunger, that grit, that work ethic that got them there. And, you know, if success is, you know, it's, your level of success is never going to, you know, surpass your level of personal development. Once you stop growing, dude, you die. Mm. I mean, not, not, obviously not, you know, literally, but. You know, either you're either growing or you're dying spiritual death exactly man like you're either growing your muscles or you're di- you're either growing your and your mentality or you're, you're dying so you know, I would say with you know with us and a lot of other people like it's just you know I think we're just we're not the smartest but we're just super consistent on doing those daily things and we're obsessed with the process we're obsessed with the personal development we're obsessed with learning we're obsessed with you know gaining values that we can give right and, and I just feel like you know we're just genuine people that just like really love to see, you know, um, and, and give an impact on you know others.
0: Yeah, I, l- I like the word you use, obsessed. You know, I think Grant Cardone, pretty popular guy. Probably most people have I've never heard, heard Grant. Yeah, Grant Cardone. I think he's really brought that be obsessed or be average. That's title of one of his book. But the concept of being obsessed, I think, for a really long time. Um, you know, even myself, I thought obsession was something negative, you know, like you're addicted to something you're, there's a negative connotation with being obsessed. And I would say as of the last two or three years, The connotation with being obsessed is something positive because the only way for you to accomplish anything big out of life, whether you want to be the best athlete, you want to be the best father, you want to be the best pastor, rabbi, business leader, sales professional, whatever, you have to literally be obsessed with one sole target for long enough for you to become a master at it you know, a jack of all trades is a master of none. So you have to be extremely obsessed. You know, Ed Milet talks about his obsessions will eventually become your possessions. Sure. Why do you think people can't take that level of obsession to whatever they're trying to accomplish? Or why do you think people get obsessed in the wrong thing, which eventually will lead to them not being able to achieve their goals?
1: Yeah, I love that question. So first, first answer would be, there's just so many distractions. People aren't first off, people aren't actually crystal clear on what it is they're trying to accomplish, right? I think that's the first step. Like, if you don't have clarity, if you don't have a vision for what it is you're trying to accomplish, like, you're going to get sidetracked. There's so many distractions, whether social media, whether ads, whether, you know, this, that, the other thing. Like, if you don't have a, like, a locked-in vision of what it is you're trying to accomplish, like, you're going to get sidetracked. So the first thing's first. Like, you got to figure out what it is you're trying to accomplish, whether it's a short-term goal, a long-term goal, you know, you got to get that on a piece of paper and lock down. And then once you have that, you know, this is my mission, this is what I'm going to accomplish. This is my obsession, right? This is what I want out of life. I, I feel like once you, once you get to that point with that crystal clear vision, it's a lot easier to stay focused. It's a lot easier to maintain, you know, doing all those little things right day in and day out. But you know, the reason why a lot of people are just kind of you know, drifting, drifting. I mean, you know, we are in the information age we're in, you know, we're so technical, technologically advanced, but a lot of people they're, they're using that and, and they're, they're, you know, it's, it's a, it's a distraction for them. You know, they're, they're scrolling on Instagram, they're watching TV, they're watching Netflix, they're doing this. And, I think a big reason that is is that they just they just don't know what they want. They don't have a, a a clear vision of what it is they're trying to accomplish, and they just get very distracted very easily. So I would say the first step is, what do I want to accomplish out of my life? What what is my goal? Having a crystal clear goal, crystal clear clear vision, you know, and and this is this is what I want. This is what you know. Having that that vision, and then having that the, that belief, I'm going to make it happen. And I'm going to do what's actually necessary and required to make it happen. So I think those those are the first two steps. You got. I mean, you need to have, you know, to you know lose all the distractions and just go all in. Mm,
0: I love that. Yeah, man. I think you're 100 percent right. You know, when I look back at my own career and my own journey, you know, there was a period of my life where I, the only thing I cared about, the only thing I thought about, all my decisions had to do with my chief aim. You know, my goals. My dreams, I was either taking actions to move me closer, or I was taking actions to move me further away. And, you know, what people don't realize is that invisible compound effect, you know, I know me and me and you are both fans of Darren Hardy. And, um, you know, the compound effect is such an interesting concept, that unfortunately, most people, they're using it to their detriment, instead of to their advantage. Can you speak on the compound effect and oh, yeah. the impact it's made on your Human life? In
1: fact, I, I think that's um, you know a big reason for both of our, our success. It's like we are consistently doing those those right things. Day, like it's literally been a decade since we got introduced to you know business entrepreneurship sales, right? And you know every single day we're doing those little things. We're getting those small wins, and it compounds right? You know, what compounding interest is the, what, the seventh wonder of the world? Eighth. Eighth wonder of the the world. So um, it just, it it makes a big difference. Like, you know, a lot of people, you know, they, they go to a seminar, they get super motivated and they just try to make all these drastic changes. Oh, I'm going to start waking up at 5am. Oh, I'm going to read three hours a day. In reality, you just have to get those small wins that you can be consistent with. You know, someone you know is a little bit overweight. I'm going to lose 50 pounds. You start going to the gym for three hours a day like that. It's not sustainable. When reality is like, you just need to be consistent with a routine, a diet. Put your head down and and just be consistent because everything compounds. All the, you know, decisions, all the habits, you know, that you're doing, are compounding over time, and that's that's really what's going to dictate, you know, whether you're going to be successful or not.
0: I love that. Let's talk about the gym a little bit and your physical well-being and how that affects your mental, spiritual, financial well-being. Ever since I've known you, you know, you've been a gym. Just shredded. Addict. Absolutely shredded. Shredded gym addict. Um, But more importantly than the physical appearance You've always used the gym to keep your state, your vibration, your frequency, and your mental clarity strong so you can show up to your business ventures and every other aspect of your life. Why has that been such an important factor in who you are today? Yeah,
1: I mean, success, a lot of of, uh, success has to do with your mentality, your energy, right? And, you know, the gym is just so therapeutic. You go to the gym first thing in the morning, get the endorphins going, you do the hardest thing. You know, get it out of the way, and you know you feel good. When you're feeling good, you're operating at a higher frequency, and you know it's just it it compounds, right? If you want to, you know, be successful, like dude, you you have to go to the gym. Like success means absolutely nothing if you don't have your health. Mm. Like if you, if you you know you you know if you're you know eating unhealthy, you're not going to the gym. Like you feel like crap. Like it doesn't matter if you have all the money in the world. Like if you're not healthy, if you don't feel good, like it, it just means nothing. So, you know, I would say it's so, so important. If you're not going to the gym, if you're not, if you don't have a, you know, a, a workout routine, if, you, if you're not on a, you know, a diet, like it will transform how you feel, it'll transform your energy level, it'll transform like how you're performing, you know, not just in business, but just how you're performing in life in general. And um, it just, you know, gets your mindset right get your energy right, and, you know, it's just, it's a huge part of my life, and, you know, if I, if I stop going to the gym, I start, I start freaking out, man.
0: Do you believe in balance, or is balance something that isn't necessarily real, if you have to, you know, become obsessed in a certain industry?
1: I mean, I feel like there's stages, um, but, you know, it, it really just depends on, you know, what what it is you're trying to accomplish, like, Elon Musk, for example, this man is trying to Completely change the world. This man is obsessed. Like it really just comes down to like what it is. What do you want to accomplish? Like how do you want your life to look? And so like if you want to have a balanced life, that's 100% fine. But, you know, I would say like starting out, like you have to be obsessed. Yeah, have some fun, you know, s- schedule time throughout the week. You know, go out, have fun. But like get locked in on what it is you're trying to accomplish, right? And and just be obsessed and with, the, with those beginning stages. And, and I think it really just comes down to, like, what do you want to accomplish, right? If you want to accomplish big things, you got to make sure, if, like, the work ethic, your obsession, you know, all your habits are consistent with, with what your goals are. You know what I mean? So it comes down to you. I, I would say most successful people on the planet, they have a little bit of balance, but there is a little bit more of just obsession towards that, that chief aim. I would agree, man. That's my
0: opinion on it. I would agree. I think there's different seasons in people's lives. You know, early on in my career, I didn't have a balanced life at all. I had to be extremely obsessed. I had to drop my life. I had to change my environment. I had to immerse myself um, in uncomfortable situations and only focus on the thing that I wanted to, to eventually create enough sustainability in my business where now I can afford the leisure to have a little bit more balance in my life. And I feel like for a lot of people until they really hit that stride in their business and their in their professional life and, you know, whatever goals they want to accomplish, you can't necessarily afford the leisure of balance because you have to put so much energy in your life force into something to get enough momentum to really get that thing going in order to have the ability to have a little bit more sustainability. Yep. Um, so I would agree, man. Let's let's pivot a little bit. So over, for the last seven years, eight years now, we've both been in the same industry door to door direct sales, yeah. um, which is almost kind of crazy to say, you know, if you would asked me 10 years ago after I dropped out of college, like, what would you be doing 10 years from now? You know, I, I probably would have told you I'd be traveling. I probably would have told you I'd be making good money. I probably told you I'd be giving a good life. I definitely wouldn't have told you it'd been through door to door direct sales. Crazy, man what impact has the industry had on your life as well as what initially attracted you to the industry? Cause you're actually the one that originally showed me and kind of oh educated yeah, I me got on
1: you, it. I got you involved in uh Bima, got you involved in uh, the door to door game
0: for the record. He, he did change my life. So gotcha, appreciate man. you. Welcome.
1: Appreciate you, man. Um, but originally, you know, I was going to school at UNLV. We had just failed, um, you know, a couple of network marketing companies the last couple of years and, um, I just honestly just hated school, it just wasn't for me. And, you know, I always wanted to be an entrepreneur, I wanted to, you know, own my own business. And, um, I guess the biggest thing, you know, I was broke at the time, but I, I realized like if I want to be successful as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, the most essential skill set I need to learn and develop is the ability to effectively sell. Like if you're going to be successful as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, you need to learn Sales. Right. And I saw, you know, door-to-door sales is the most raw form of sales on the planet. And so, you know, I saw all the advocates, so many multimillionaires, billionaires that attribute a lot of their success through doing door-to-door. And so I ended up taking a leap of faith back in 2015. It's crazy to say. And, you know, the rest is, it's been it's been a wild ride, man. It's been crazy to see the growth of momentum and, you know, uh, more importantly, like the impact we've been able to make on a pretty large scale, you know, with, with all the guys that, you know, we've been in, in contact with in our organization and to see them grow it, you know, it's just super fulfilling and super humbling. And, you know, it's just, it's crazy to, to kind of see that growth, man. But, you know, we're just, we're both just getting started too. It's just the, uh, the, the tip, man.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, I remember listening to a audio by someone, mean you both know of is Eric Worry, lifestyle entrepreneur. Oh, yeah. And he interviewed people around the world, basically trying to find like what your dream job or that dream profession would be. And he really boiled it down to three characteristics that people from different backgrounds, different countries all around the world really narrowed it down to. And the three things were no cap on your income, right? You want to be in an opportunity, a job, a career where you're, paid based on your value, not necessarily what someone else dictates. They wanted time flexibility, time freedom. So they didn't have to ask to go on a vacation. If they had their kid's baseball game, they could be there without necessarily having to compromise, you know, sick days and and stuff like that, have freedom in terms of that work-life balance. Mm -hmm. And then the last one is being around like-minded people. You know, no one likes being around people that they feel like they don't have things in common with and that don't inspire them. And it's funny because those three characteristics, I feel like direct sales exuviates the most, you know, it, it really is an amazing industry with amazing potential with amazing earning potential. Yet most people just see a door to door guy and like, oh, man, I feel bad for that guy, you know? Yeah so many people over my career is like, oh man, you know, why are you doing this? Go get a real job. And it's just so crazy to me how such an amazing opportunity that creates so much success, so much experience, so much personal development, um, is such a low key opportunity that most people don't really know about. It's crazy. It is, man. We've all worked, we both worked with a ton of people, you know, probably combined thousands of people come have, have come in and out of our business in the last seven, eight years. What do you think separates the people that come in? They're super excited, but they're not here a year from now. And they go back to their normal nine to five, or they drift into another opportunity. They're never able to make it versus the person that comes in same opportunity, same comp plan, same mentorship, same support and uses this opportunity to go create $250,000, 300000 $500,000 income and changing their life forever. Um, what's the difference?
1: I would just say obsession, dude.
0: Goes like, back to obsession?
1: It goes back to obsession. Like a guy that comes out, kills it, you know, makes a couple hundred thousand in, in a summer. You know, they see the opportunity. They see, you know, the proof in the pudding. You know, they see what's right in front of them. And they just like, okay, I'm going to make it happen. And they just get obsessed. They get obsessed with the training. They get obsessed with the craft. They get obsessed with the personal development. And they come summertime or come, you know, when rubber hits the road, they put their head down and, you know, they just are relentless with their work ethic. They put their head down and they're consistent with their work ethic. It doesn't matter, you know, if they're sick. It doesn't matter if they have a tummy ache. Like, they have a set schedule. They have a set routine and they just put their head down and they are just a like it's just, it's automatic. They just create these habits, these rituals, and it's a non-negotiable. They put their head down and they work and they're obsessed with learning. They're obsessed with growing. They're obsessed with perfecting the craft and sharpening the saw. That is it. If someone comes out and sees the opportunity for what it is, right, they create a, create a, a goal for themselves. They have crystal clear vision, right, and they do what is necessary and required. They put the work in. It's, you know, it's inevitable, it's going to happen. And then, you know, other people that come in, uh, have an average summer, you know, they kind of dabble in the training, you know, they put one foot in one foot out, oh, man, I'll just do this as a summer job, you know, whatever makes some extra income. Others, they see the opportunity for what it is that they realize, you know, my the only cap is my limitations I put on myself. Uh, they understand like, this is an unbelievable opportunity to you know, not only make a ton of money, but, you know, be able to develop a skill set that's going to literally last them for the rest of their life. Mm. You know, a lot of, you know, a lot of guys are age, I want to be a business owner. I want to, you know, and that's all great, but dude, you have to learn how to sell. And so that's what I, you know, that's what I say to a lot of the guys. It's like, you know, whether you want to do this for a summer, whether you want to do this long-term, like if you want to be a business owner, which you tell me you do, you have to learn, the abil- you have to learn how to communicate effectively you have to learn how to you know read body language you know um you know manage your, your tonality you know have unwavering confidence in your in your tone and that conviction and just really like understanding what it takes to be successful at sales so some people see the opportunity for what it is others you know do they just take you know they just take it for you know and they, they don't really put the the necessary work in required and, and what i love is you know guys they come into the the business and they have the exact same training Mm. they're talking to the exact same people you know and and, you know the only x factor is them so they, they just got you know just got to realize the opportunity for what it is and make that decision put your head down and just work no excuses just work
0: Yeah, it's empowering, man. You know, uh, door-to-door direct sales is very black and white. It's either you're making the money you want or you're not. You're driving the car you want or you're not. You're putting up the numbers you want or you're not. You're living the lifestyle you want or you're not. And the empowering thing about it is the only person that you have either to thank or to blame is yourself. Cause if other people are out there making it happen with the same resources and same playing field, the only, in, the only X factor to your point is yourself. And I think the big thing with most people out there in sales or really any type of opportunity like this is they end up leaning too much into victimhood instead of empowerment hood. Mm-hmm. You what's know, the, what's
1: the saying? You point one finger, you got, you got two coming th- back, you got three coming back,
0: three coming back. Yeah but it's so true. I mean, we both read Extreme Ownership before and mm-hmm. uh, you know, that book has made such a big impact on my life because it's such a such a simple concept but it's simple to learn but extremely hard to apply consistently. I agree. And most people that I come with, uh, deal with on a on a daily basis who aren't hitting their goals or not achieving what they want or not progressing is because they don't take extreme ownership over their life. Mm-hmm. And the issue with that is when you're blaming the marketplace, or you're blaming your manager, or you're blaming the economy, or who's president, or, you know, Austin didn't train me this, or my my product offering sucks, or, you know, in my industry, right? Oh, they changed the interest rates, whatever. If you're blaming all these external circumstances for your lack of success, guess who doesn't have the power to actually change it and make a difference? You don't right so taking full ownership over everything that happens of your uh, over your life good or bad right like I, I believe that everything that I've accomplished, all the good all the bad I've attracted by the person I've become therefore if I don't like something I have the opportunity and the ability to change it not necessarily blame external circumstances for stuff that necessarily is't mine sauce sauce bro but it's, it's facts facts let's talk about visualization, law of attraction. I I, I know you do. The spiritual side of success. You know, we've been talking a lot about like work ethic and consistency and, Uh you know, motivation and confidence, right? Like all that stuff is extremely important, but most people know that stuff, right? Like, Oh, I need to work hard. I need to be confident. I need to be motivation, but there's a reason just because they know it doesn't necessarily mean they're going to do it, right? To know and not to do is not to know. Yep. So let's talk a little bit about visualization and law of attraction. What experience, what impact, you know, what things can you speak on that have had that, you know, opportunity of your life in order for you to be able to execute on these skills and attributes that we've been speaking of?
1: Yeah, I mean, well, it just comes down to the fact that you know, I would say 80 to 90% of success is is your mentality, it's mm-hmm. your energy, it's your mindset it's your thought process. It's how you're operating. Right. And, and so, you know, knowing that, you know, that high percentage of success is, is dictated by that. Like you got to do everything in your power to make sure you're, you know, you're creating that, that identity that's going to serve you. You got to do everything in your power to make sure you're operating at that frequency that's going to be congruent with what you're, what you're trying to accomplish. Because, you know, a lot of people, oh, I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to, you know, make a six-figure income. But your identity is telling you otherwise. Like, you can only, you can never outperform your identity. You can never outperform how you're operating. And so, I would say it's just super important and, and super, you know, significant to, like, understand, hey, if I want to uh, accomplish big things, I have to get my mindset right. I have to get, you know, my thought process right. I got to change those patterns of thinking that haven't been serving me, right to, to what they to where they need to be in order to accomplish what I'm trying to accomplish. How do you
0: change those patterns? You know, because both me, both me, both you and me have done a lot of inner work in order to eliminate and replace a lot of our limiting beliefs about money, about success, about um, just really life in general. How do people take the first step in order to start to reprogram their mind and, and start? you know, just having a better operating system. Well,
1: I'm a big believer in uh, whatever the mind feeds upon it brings upon. Oh, so if that's true, which a hundred percent is. You got to feed your mind. Like you feed your body. You got to feed your mind. If you're going to be successful in business, you have to feed your mind. The most successful entrepreneurs, most successful business owners, what are they doing every single day? They're reading, they're developing their mindset. They're growing. So you know, I would say if, if you're not where you want to be, you have to change how you view yourself. You have to you have to change your thought process. If you continue to think as you've always thought
0: You'll continue to get okay, as you always got. That.
1: Yep. So it's just understanding those facts and it's like, okay, well, you know, affirmations is a huge thing, you know, incantations is a huge thing. Incantations is, you know, saying these affirmations over and over again. If you continue doing that, your subconscious mind is is gonna start to you know, take it as a fact, and you're going to start to act upon that that new identity. But I think it it, it really comes down to like, you know, just doing it day in and day out. You know, I remember uh, my biggest breakout summer I had was you know going into 2017, and you know my my big goal was I wanted to hit partnership that year. You know, I wanted to partner in the company, and I wanted to be a top 10 rep uh, nationally. And you know, I remember after. that 2016 year, we had our, you know, manager development program and, you know, I just, there's a presenter, he talked about the importance of, you know, doing affirmations, the importance of like creating that identity consistent with what your goal is, right? And I just made a choice and a decision that I was going to every single morning, right when I woke up and every single night before I went to sleep, I was going to write down my affirmations. It's literally an extra three to five minutes a day, but I was just religious with it. I'd wake up, I'd write it down. Before I went to sleep, I'd write down my affirmation. I'm going to be top 10 in the company, right? I'm going to be a partner. I'm the best salesman in the world. And I'm like, what I'm doing is I'm programming my mind, creating that new identity for myself that's congruent with my goal, what, what I'm trying to accomplish. And I did that. I made a decision. I'm going to do that without a doubt. No, no, no wavering, right? you know, it was a non-negotiable every single day, I'd do it. And, you know, come, come, summer, I'd still do it. I'd, you know, I'd still do the affirmation. I ended up that year finishing top 10 in the company and ended up partnering that year. It was my biggest breakout, you know, summer. And, you know, I think a lot had to do with getting my mindset to where it was.
0: It was powerful, man. And for everyone listening, you know, Jim Rohn said that success is easy to do, but it's easy not to do. You know, what, what Austin just said is very simple you know, for two, three, four, five weeks straight, writing down your goals, writing down, you know, who you want to be, right? Reprogramming your mind, spending that extra five to 10 minutes a night to focus on yourself, your goals, because at the end of the day, whatever is on the forefront of your mind, right? We become what we think about. That's easy to do, but it's also easy not to do because most people they'll hear something like that, right? They'll, they'll listen to a motivational video, they'll listen to a seminar that they'll spend 300 bucks for and they'll get super pumped up, but they won't actually apply it. Or if they do apply it, they apply it only for a short amount of time and they're never able to get consistent. Um, And because of that, they're not getting consistent results. Can you speak on a little bit about habits and how habits have played a big part in your life? Mm -hmm. From how to develop them, from how to identify negative ones, and just ultimately how people can use that as a tool instead of a crutch in getting closer to their goals.
1: Yeah, I mean, habits are, you know, what's going to make or break your success. Like if your, you know, habits are, you know, congruent, consistent with what you're trying to accomplish, it's going to serve you very well. But if it's not, it's going to be a huge, you know, crutch. And so... I would say make sure the habits, the rituals, the routines that you're doing day in, day out are consistent with what you're trying to accomplish. A lot of people, you know, we talk about this all the time, but like, oh, dude, I get super pumped after I watch this, this YouTube video, or they go to a seminar, they're freaking pumped and they write down all these habits that they're trying to accomplish, or they, they write down this new schedule, this new routine, and they stick to it for like a week, two weeks, and get complacent and you know they just stop doing it and so I would say is you know what that does unconsciously is you you start losing confidence in yourself right and self-confidence is so important and, and huge in in success right so if you make these habits okay you have to create the identity that you are someone that is going to follow through with your habits without a doubt it doesn't matter if you feel sick it doesn't matter if you get zero sleep it doesn't matter how you're feeling like your disciplines and your rituals are going to determine your success. So you got it. You got to make sure your habits are congruent with your success. And, and it goes really back to the fundamental concept of like success leaves clues. If you're trying to accomplish something, what are the habits? What are the rituals? What is, you know, what are, is the mindset of these people that have already accomplished what I'm trying to accomplish? Duplicate that. Mm-hmm. Don't overcomplicate it. Right. And you got to be consistent with it, dude. Like, you just have to make it a non-negotiable. It's so important. You have to create that identity. You have to create that belief that you are someone that follows through with those commitments, with those habits. Because as you start to do it over and over and over again, you get to that unconscious level where you don't have to consciously think about it. You just... Your alarm go- doesn't even have to go off. It, it's 6 a.m. You just instantly wake up because you programmed your mind to wake up that early because you do it, you know, you've been doing it day in and day out. So you, you got to make sure, you know, the habits
0: are, are congruent, man. Love that, man. I agree a hundred percent. That unconscious mind is so powerful. And most people don't realize that you can command your unconscious mind, but the only way to command it is through repetition. You know, Repetition is the mother of learning. If you tell yourself a lie long enough, it eventually becomes a true. And especially if you can take action upon that and start acting as if, And you do that enough times and you start changing the way that you look at yourself. And the crazy thing is the way that you typically view yourself is the way that other people view you. And when you change your worldview, everything else changes. I forget the, who said the quote, but you know, he said, when you start to change the way you look at things, the the things you start to look at change. And I think that's so true. Um, so man, you've, you've accomplished a lot. You know, you've, you've been, uh, you're basically at the top of the bug game, you know, crushing it, you know, high level teams, um, duplicating, you know, success stories like crazy, hitting a lot of your goals and dreams that you once thought were potentially unimaginable, not, not too long ago. What, what keeps you out of that complacency mindset? Like, why are you still so motivated? I get it. When people have their back against a wall and you're trying to make it, you're trying to pay your bills, you're trying to level up, right? You have that urgency and you have that, that fear and that pain in order to push you. But once you get to a level where, you're pretty comfortable financially, right? You have all the bills, you can kind of autopilot and still maintain what you're doing. A lot of people will turn that complacency complacency switch on and, you know, their income will start to cap. What for you keeps you sharp? Keeps you hungry, keeps you motivated to continue to operate at a high level and continue to reach for the stars? Oh man, I love that
1: question. I would say right now in my career, I am more, you know, locked in, more focused than I have ever been. Um, you know the the routines dialed. You know the personal development's dialed. The schedules locked in dialed. And you know I think a big reason to uh, that is is you know I got a lot of guys that you know are looking up to me, right? And you know I I want to make sure I'm leading from the front, and you know I'm inspiring my guys not through what I say but through my actions, and so you know, I think that's, that's huge, man. I, you know, I want to, you know, set a good tone. I want the, want to set the tone, you know, lead, speed of the leader, speed of the team. And so, um, and then also, you know, the fact that, you know, there, there's no destination, dude, like the destination is when you, when you die, right. It's, you know, it's all about the journey. You know, it doesn't matter how much success you have, like you're always going to continue wanting to grow, evolve and, and develop. And, you know, it's just, you know, I just, I'm, I'm obsessed with the process right now, man. I'm locked in, you know, I want to continue setting the tone, I want to continue leading from the front, uh, my guys, you know, I can't have my guys outworking me, I can't have the guys in, you know, I'm wor- I'm working with, I can't have them, you know, more locked in than I am, it's just, it's just not going to happen, so, you know, I would say, you know, big, big motivation right now is the team, you know, and the the vision for the future, man, I, you know, we, we have, uh, you know, I know it's cliche, but you have one opportunity at this, at this life, it goes by quick, man. We're, you know, you're 30 this, this next year, man. I'm, <laughs> I'm 29 next year. It goes by quick, man. It's already been 10 years in the game and, you know, life, you know, life goes by quick, man. I just want to make the most of it. And, you know, I want to, you know, inspire others to, to, to do big things, man. And I think, uh, you know, you're in the same wavelength as me, you know, and you want to make a, a dent in the world. You want to make a positive impact, a positive ripple effect man you know it's uh it's super fulfilling it's super rewarding to kind of see you know your actions and how your words can make a positive impact on on someone's life and it's super super humbling to see someone actually like hey hey man you you changed my life hey man you know if it wasn't for you i wouldn't be in the position i'm at so it's it's you know obviously yeah the money's amazing but you know focus on the right things, have the right intentions. And, you know, it's just a byproduct, man. Just focus on helping, you know, people get to that next level, focus on becoming the best version of yourself. So that way you can inspire, you know, guys in your team and, and you know, guys in your organization to, you know, become better, not just business wise, but just overall, just humans. And so that's the uh, the motivation right now. You know, yeah, it, you know, it's awesome to to make good money and but, you know, more impor- importantly, dude, just the impact, the impacts, you know, big. that's why I I just, I just feel like, you know, this is my dream job, dude. You know, I get to work with my best friends. You know, I get to, you know, positively make an impact on guys. You know, every, every morning I, I, I do a training when I, you know, travel to different offices. And, um and yeah, man, I mean, I got to make sure that I'm in the right, I'm operating at the right frequency. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, practicing or I'm, I'm following through with what I preach. So
0: I love that man. I I think for all you direct salespeople, door to door people out there, what he just said is super powerful because there's not many opportunities out there where you can truly change someone's life. You know, you got doctors, you have right the medical field, right? I'm sure there's a lot of other professions out there where you could actually change someone's life physically, right? Medicine, healing, that. But we really do change people's lives. Being able to give people an opportunity, the mentorship, the support, the, the environment, and cultivate the space for them to quit a job or be in a negative financial situation and use this opportunity as a vehicle and change your life forever. That is such a powerful testimony and it's a powerful thing to have the ability to do. And I feel like most people door-to-door people, they don't realize the power they have to truly influence and change people's lives. Therefore, they're not out there sharing the plan and building the business. The reason both of us are in the position we are at, because I would say we're really good recruiters. We're really good recruiters. We're really good leaders. We're good influencers. That whole area, obviously you have to be good at sales to be a sales leader, but I think what separates people from building great organizations and people just staying as a sales professional is their ability to recruit and lead. What tips or tricks can you give to people to help them get better or at least have the desire to go that. out there and, and really build an empire and impact someone's oh, life dude, like that. we were just talking about?
1: I love that. I love that question. And, and what I would say is like, hey, take a step back, look at it from a bird's eye view. How has this opportunity changed your life? Right. How has it not just, you know, financially, but your mindset, your skill set, your work ethic, you're now a part of a brotherhood that's going to hold you accountable to be the best version of yourself, right? Through the book club, through a transformation challenge, like whatever it is, like, how has this opportunity changed your life? And it's like, wow, okay, it's completely transformed my life. It's transformed all my best friends' lives. And, you know, it's like, okay, it is a disservice it is selfish that I don't reach out, you know, to my friends, you know, my, my thought process, is like, dude, people right now are looking for something. Okay. People right now, you know, a lot of people are just depressed with their job. A majority of, I don't know the exact stat, but most Americans hate what they do. They dread going like Friday. It's their, the best day of the week. Cause you know, they get the weekend off. Right. So you don't know if your friend from high school is, you know, going through a full-on depression because he hates what he does. Like you don't know what someone is fr- currently going through, and I, I just kind of look at it like it's just—it's selfish. It's a—it's a disservice to, to not reach out and hey man, let's uh, let hop on a call and see if this is a good fit. That's it, dude. It's either going to be a good fit for them or not. You just gotta you know get out of your comfort zone and pick up the phone and have a conversation. Yeah, and a lot of people. You know, they're just, they, they just let the, uh, you know, they let other people's opinions or what they perceive other people's opinions to be dictate their success to, to actually make an impact on other people's lives. Mm. So what I would say is like, hey, this is what this opportunity has done for me. It's completely transformed my life. Get out of your comfort zone and start talking to people. Get out of your comfort zone and, you know, start having conversations, dude. That's it. Yeah, man. You just got to talk to them and and you know set, set up an interview and you know see if it's a good fit for them. If if it is, great. If it's not, hey, man, no worries. It's good, good catching up. Let's let's grab some food soon.
0: I love that this service mentality because if you can really, you know, especially for people who have been in the industry for a while and it's made a serious impact on their life, if you can really take audit over your life and how your life has been impacted and changed and think about if the person that didn't tell you about this industry didn't tell you about it what would you be doing right now and then you take that conviction and you transfer that over when you speak to other people because you can't transfer something to another person if you're not experiencing it yourself if you're not experiencing confidence conviction belief emotion because of the opportunity itself, you're never going to be able to transfer that um, to other people because all sales is all communication is just a transfer of energy and emotion. Mm -hmm. And, um, on that point as well, you know, I truly believe that human beings are only looking for two things in life. They're looking for clarity And they're looking for acceptance. You know, they're looking for clarity. They're looking for, you know, what's your passion? What's your vision? You know, why am I here? Why am I on this journey of my life? And they're looking for acceptance. They're looking for a culture. They're looking to be a part of something bigger than themselves. They're looking for people to celebrate them, not just tolerate them. And if you can really hit those two needs, clarity and acceptance, when speaking to people about this opportunity, um, it's a game changer and it uh, potentially could change their life. I love that, man. Let's uh, let's wrap up here, man. I know hey, we could talk about this you're stuff forever. For, uh, change your life, man. I appreciate you, bro. I know we could be talking about this stuff forever, um, but let's let's uh, wrap up. Let's yep. let's talk about some some practical stuff. Mm-hmm. So door to door direct sales, um, sales in general, right? Highest paid profession on the planet. Good salespeople can crush it financially, mm-hmm. but as you both know, that's only one step of the equation. You know, making money is just the first step. You got to figure out a way to keep that money, and then you got to figure out a way to to duplicate that money. Yep. You know, it's for a really long time, I was just income, 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 income. And it wasn't really till the last two to three years that I started shifting my focus still to income, right? It's never an, a spending problem, it's an earning problem, yep. but also to net worth. Uh, because ultimately, when these nine, 10 figure earners, right, billionaires and all these, you know, deca millionaires get into a room, they're not talking about how much money they led, made last month, they're talking about their net worth. Mm-hmm. Um, so explain to all the listeners out there, like what your definition is of income versus net worth and which is more important, equally important and what they should be focusing on.
1: Okay. What I would say is hit up my boy, Connor McCubbin, he will get you, plug. Uh, get you right. That is the plug. Um, I'll put the, uh, the number right here on the screen. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, I mean, I would say like focus on, you know, it's not about how much you make. It's about how much you you earn, you know, compounding interest is big if you're not, you know, if you don't have the habits of investing now, doesn't matter how much money you're making, you're never going to make you know, those habits. So start now, start investing, you know, in, into stocks, start putting money away for, you know, retirement, you know, start looking into real estate, focus on things that are going to, you know, build your net worth. So, uh, you know, it's super important to, you know, have a, a specific budget. You know, a lot of guys, they make a lot of money. And they just blow it on a hundred thousand dollar car. They make fifty grand and they buy a hundred thousand dollar car. Like, you know, you, you got to be smart with your finances, just to just to keep it, you know, super simple. You know, don't blow your, all your money at the club. Like, you got to be disciplined with your finances and, and let your money grow for you, so that way you can continue building the uh, the portfolio and letting your money work for you while you sleep.
0: And I think the reason that's really important, and I think this is extremely valuable, especially for the younger, you know, people getting into a high income opportunity is you're not doing this to drive a nice car or to have a nice watch or, you know, have a really cool lifestyle, right? Like you may be doing that right now, but the underlying reason you're doing this is for freedom. It's to never have to work again in the rest of your life. It's to have six Saturdays and one Sunday never having to worry about money and being wherever you want, doing whatever you want for however long you want. Mm. And the only way to accomplish that is to create enough recurring passive income every single month that your overhead and your lifestyle is being covered. And the only way you do that is to invest in assets and not liability and to have that investing mindset because we don't know how long these opportunities are going to be here. We don't know... How long these earning opportunities are going to be around so doing it smart the first time Especially when you're young and realizing the reason you're doing all this working hard knocking doors Right waking up early being consistent. It's not to flex on your friends It's to create a lifestyle that you don't need a vacation from and the sooner you realize that The sooner you start taking actions that are congruent with that goal and the quicker you're going to get that
1: I love that So what I would say like you make your first, you know 50 grand 100 grand um, hit up the boy, Cubby cat, Connor McCubbin. He will get your finances, right? Um, that guy's literally the, the goat in, in terms of uh, investments and, and, uh, and finance. So make yeah. sure you, you hit him up.
0: hundred percent. I think it's just important to have resources in your life that support you. You know, we're not good at a lot of things. Most things are actually not good at, but we found the few couple things we're pretty good at. And then we outsource the rest. You know, we find people that are experts at that field and bring them into our network, bring them into the community, hire them as support to offset our weaknesses. Right. Don't focus on your weaknesses. You want to have a baseline knowledge at taxes, a baseline knowledge, you know, at finances, a baseline knowledge at legal stuff. But you don't want to spend most of your time on that. You want to spend your time on the thing that's actually producing income cool. and then use that income to outsource all those things because you're going to get a bigger ROI on focusing on your money-making activities. Cool. And uh, for, all these, for all those of you guys out there, it's like super important. Find your resources, and get them going. Love Austin, that. it's been absolutely amazing, hey, man. man. Thanks for having me on here. Appreciate, appreciate it. Appreciate you coming. Any last remarks, any last thoughts for the viewers out there? on anything that we covered that you think would be impactful, valuable, that maybe you wish you heard listening to an audio conversation, a podcast or a video.
1: I would, I would end on a quote that you just said is to know not to do is not to know. Okay. You guys obviously got a lot of value from this podcast. Steven was dropping some absolute bars. It means absolutely nothing. If you don't apply what you're learning. Okay. You have to apply knowledge without application is hallucination. So I would say, Mm You know, once you learn something, you read a book, instantly go out there and apply it, okay? Success does leave footprints, like learn from our mistakes, learn from other people's mistakes, you know, follow the people that have the results you want, and, you know, commit to to, to doing the necessary action steps, commit to doing the personal development, commit to doing the affirmations, commit to doing all those little things you need to do that that, you know, might not seem so significant, but the comp, you understand the compound effect is going to make the biggest difference in your life. So that's all I got, man.
0: Austin, you've been amazing guys. Thank you so much for viewing. We appreciate all you millennial millionaires out there and all these striving millennial millionaires out there. We will see you on the next episode.
1: Hey, follow me on uh, MySpace. Hey, Moiseyev.